everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is February 15th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block. We're going to continue in 2 Nephi chapter 4, but we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit in chapter 4 because we've been talking about Lehi and advice that he's been giving to his family. We talk about Nephi telling us that Lehi has passed away, his brother's conflict with him. Well, now all of a sudden we're going to switch gears a little bit because the second half of 2 Nephi chapter 4 is is often known as the Psalm of Nephi or Nephi's Lament, because all of a sudden we just switch gears and we get into Nephi talking about the man that he is, the man that he wants to be. And it's something that I think that all of us can probably relate to a little bit. What's particularly interesting to me about the timing of Nephi's Lament here is that it comes right after his father died. So all of a sudden he's already emotional, and those emotions are really close to the surface. But this isn't just about his father dying. This is about the prophet dying. And now all of a sudden, Nephi is next in line here, and he's going to take over. He's going to become the prophet, the leader for his people. And if you've ever received a calling in the church that really overwhelmed you, you've probably felt similar feelings to this, thinking, I cannot do this. I'm not good enough to do this. I make mistakes all the time. And it seems that Nephi, to a degree, is feeling those sort of things. Listen to some of the words that he says here. Starting in verse 17, it says, Notwithstanding the great goodness of the Lord in showing me his great and marvelous works, my heart exclaimeth, O wretched man that I am! Yea, my heart sorroweth because of my flesh, and my soul grieveth because of mine iniquities. I am encompassed about because of the temptations and sins which do so easily beset me. And when I desire to rejoice, my heart groaneth because of my sins. So, first of all, we can assume that Nephi's sins weren't giant and grievous sins, but he was very aware of his mistakes and he was very aware of even the little things in life because sin is sin. Whether it's a big giant sin or whether it's a little sin, it still keeps us from our father in heaven. And Nephi understood that. And so he was upset and he was sad. He was mad at himself for the mistakes that he had made and temptations that he sometimes succumbed to. But what I love about this is the very next word in 19. He's upset. His heart is groaning because of his sin. And then he says, nevertheless, which is a word that means in spite of all that, in spite of everything that I just said, in spite of all my mistakes and my sins and my shortcomings, I know in whom I have trusted. And my friends, that is the key here because all of us are imperfect. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We cannot do it on our own. We will consistently make mistakes in this life, but we don't have to be dragged down because of those mistakes if we will focus on the redemption that is offered to us. We can have hope. We can have joy in this life if we remember in whom we have trusted, as did Nephi. Verse 20, he says, My God hath been my support. He hath led me through mine afflictions in the wilderness, and he hath preserved me upon the waters of the great deep. He hath filled me with his love even unto the consuming of my flesh. He hath confounded mine enemies unto the causing of them to quake before me. Behold, he hath heard my cry by day, and he hath given me knowledge by visions in the nighttime. So what I love here is that he says, I am upset, I am a sinner, I make mistakes, 
but I know who I have trusted. And then he goes on to list all the great things that the Lord has done for him. He's been his support. He's preserved him on the waters. He's filled him with love. He's confounded his enemies. He's heard his prayers. He remembers who the Lord is and what the Lord has done for him. And that gives him courage and faith to just trust in the God that has redeemed him. And my friends, the same thing can be true for us. Remembering who the Lord is, remembering what the Lord has done for us, fills us with the faith and the love necessary to move forward even when things are a little bit difficult for us or a lot bit difficult for us. And what I love here about these verses, about these scriptures, is that after Nephi's lament, we don't see any evidence that Nephi continued to beat himself up. After this, we don't see him continually coming back and saying, oh, but this mistake that I made, oh, this temptation. He airs it out here. He says, I'm going to trust in the Lord. And then he lets go. It reminds me of one of my favorite talks ever given in a general conference by Elder Bowen of the 70. I love Elder Bowen. He's from my same hometown. I feel like we're friends because of that, even though I don't know him at all. But he gave this talk one time about the airport and a park called Freeman Park in Idaho Falls. And he talks about how useful the park is and how useful the airport is, how beautiful they are. The park sits on the Snake River. And if you look down from it, you can see the Idaho Falls Temple. It's just this gorgeous park. And then he explains that both the park and the airport are built upon an old landfill in Idaho Falls. And he says that The city was able to take all this old garbage, all this old trash, and they were able to turn it into something beautiful, but that it would be wrong for him as a citizen of Idaho Falls to go into the middle of the park and just start digging it up, try to find his old garbage or find his old trash, that it would be wrong to do that because something beautiful has been made of that. And so we shouldn't go trying to dig it up. He said the same thing is true with our sins that the Savior is able to redeem us and he is able to make something new of who we were. He's able to take our sins and turn them into our experience and to make us new and beautiful because of it. And just in the same way that it would be wrong to go to the middle of the park and start digging up our garbage, it's wrong in our lives to revisit our same sins over and over and rehash them and dig them up over and over when the Savior has already made something new of us. We need to trust in that redemption process enough to let it go. And we need to trust in that redemption process enough for other people to allow them to let it go and to move on and to be someone new. Elder Bowen says, The atonement of Jesus Christ is available to each of us. The atonement is infinite. It applies to everyone, even you. It can clean, reclaim, and sanctify even you. That is what infinite means, total, complete, all, forever. President Boyd K. Packer has taught, there is no habit, no addiction, no rebellion, no transgression, no apostasy, no crime exempted from the promise of complete forgiveness. That is the promise of the atonement of Jesus Christ. When we gratefully accept and use this precious gift, we can enjoy the beauty and usefulness of our lives that God has reclaimed through his infinite love and the atonement of his son and our brother, Jesus Christ. I love that his atonement is total, complete, all, and forever. 
And because of Christ, because of his redemption, because of his atonement, our redemption is total. It's complete. It's all and forever. And when we remember what the Lord has done for us, when we remember his grace and his mercy, it gives us strength in our current problems, in our current temptations, in our current difficulties. It gives us strength to move forward and it gives us strength to trust and rely on him. There is a reason why we're commanded to remember so frequently in the scriptures. It's that remembering that gives us strength to continue. In fact, the very last verse of chapter four says something really interesting. This is after Nephi has talked about all the things that the Lord has done and talked about remembering him and asked for his help. He says, yea, I know that God will give liberally to them that ask. Yea, my God will give me if I ask not amiss. Therefore, meaning because of all that, because of everything that he has done for me, because of the testimony that I have of him, therefore, I will lift up my voice unto thee. Yea, I will cry unto thee, my God, the rock of my righteousness. Behold, my voice shall ascend up unto thee, my rock and my everlasting God. Amen. My friends, our testimony of Jesus Christ, remembering that testimony, renewing that testimony frequently, and reflecting on that testimony gives us strength to turn to the Lord. It gives us strength to come to him, and it gives us strength to overcome the trials, the difficulties, and the hardships of today. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.